Welcome everybody back to the Nuggets of Gold podcast and YouTube channel. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the 49ers Seahawks game. Unfortunately, it's not going to be on prime time. I was really excited for that, hoping that, you know, we see that the Niners blow out the Seahawks on prime time since, I mean, the Seahawks, especially in me, me and Aiden's lives have had the Niners number like big time. Uh, there was the early hardball days. It felt like the Niners kind of had the upper edge on them. And then that flipped, and then really the Niners haven't been able to consistently beat the Seahawks since then. So pretty much the whole time I've been been watching 49ers football, the Seahawks have kind of owned us. However, it does feel like that's starting to potentially flip. Uh, the Seahawks right now are in, I would say, in my life, probably like Matt Hasselbeck and on time, because um, like I was real small before that. I would say this is probably the worst that they've looked, like in terms of like, what their future looks like, a lot of question marks um, in both the front office, coaching, quarterback. It seems like there's a chance that Russell Wilson is gone, um, and this is kind of it, this has been a disaster season for them because their pick right now is top five, and they don't have their pick because they traded two firsts for a guy in Jamal Adams that makes a ton of money and is a complete liability on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and it like looking back on that trade it makes no sense. Like if you see how the league has changed into where like all of your DBs need to be good coverage players and you go and you pay a premium for a guy that can't do that. You see that like what happens late in games, a lot of times that this is the guy that they go after. So Seahawks are kind of in shambles right now. Um, still me and Aiden were talking about before we started. Doesn't mean that, that we're super confident in the Niners to beat them. This seems like one of those games uh, where you know Russell Wilson is like, oh, look, his finger's fine this week. It wasn't fine last week, and he, and he's been really like inaccurate lately. But that's going to eventually fix itself. It's just more like the Seahawks don't have enough time in this year um, to have him really go out and win those games. Even last week, they almost won against the football team, and they had no business being in that game. So I'm a little bit concerned. Aiden, you're you're feeling the same way, right? I am feeling the same way. Uh, I've seen Russell Wilson beat the Niners with enough consistency that I'm never going to bet against him. Uh, Seahawks are at home. Um, they're always tough to beat there. So um, just just really comes down to taking care of business. Niners have won three in a row. Seahawks have lost three in a row. Um, it's crazy to think how much has changed in, in the past three weeks. The NFL moves really, really quickly. Uh, three-ish weeks ago, Niners were being written off and the 49ers fan base was like, we're done. And now we're the sixth seed uh, and the Seahawks three weeks ago were ready for Russ Wilson to come back. They were going to make a playoff push. Um, and they're and it's two teams that have gone opposite directions, but I'd never want to bet against Russell Wilson. Not at all. Like That's the thing. Like It's really weird being a Niners fan because he has done really well. Um and it's just like, I don't know. I, I'm not fully confident he's not going to be there. I don't think, okay, I don't think that their team is very good this year. I think this is one of the worst rosters they've had around him. And although one of the biggest issues they're having right now is their offense has been really bad. Like their defense has actually been pretty solid the last few weeks. Um, nothing spectacular, but the issue has been they cannot move the ball. And, and, and they're awful on the offensive side of the football. They can't run the ball. And when they don't have Russell Wilson playing, not like hero ball, but, you know, just absolutely dotting these guys up, hitting DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett on the sideline. When they're not able to do that, they don't really have an identity. Like their identity is Russell Wilson is going to go and win us some football games, and we're going to play extremely physical football. They're still playing physical football on the defensive side, and I think that's kind of what, maybe not like what's kept them alive in the season, but what's kept them alive in a lot of games, because they still haven't got like killed in a lot of these games. And you will go back and 
remember week two, uh, they played the Titans and they had a huge lead. They were killing them in the first half and their defense got blown up. But, like it still went to overtime. Like that's one of their like most ugly losses. They're still in it. Last week, they're still in it. They have a chance at the end of the game. They almost, they've recovered the onside. They almost had a chance to win it um, and kick that field goal. <clears throat> but it's been tough for them. It's been really tough. Um, looking at kind of the matchups in this Niners Seahawks game, uh, I think that we're going to see, hopefully, the Niners be able to run the football. The Seahawks run defense is a little bit better, um, but there's a chance that this might come down to, hey, Jimmy, you need to have a good game. Like, you, because last week, that was not what happened. The Vikings were completely defeated. Uh, depleted in the front seven and the Niners were able to gash them through the ground. I don't know if that's going to be the case this week. When you have Bobby Wagner across from you um, and the 49ers, they're not super banged up, but you don't have Debo out there. It's kind of like your gadget piece. It's going to be really hard to run the ball um, and get those explosive run plays. So you might have to win this game by having some explosive passing plays. You got Kittle, you got Ayuk. Those guys are absolutely capable, but if it's a bad Jimmy game, it could get, it could kind of snowball and where, where they're in a bad spot at halftime and maybe in the third quarter where you're like, okay, you're down by two scores and it's the third quarter. Like you could see that I could see them in that spot. Um, and that's what I'm really afraid of. If, even if they're in a close one in the third quarter, I, I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Um, and he was, he had been pretty good, but the Jags game in the first half and they didn't really throw the ball in the second half in the first half, he was really shaky. And then last week he was, he was bad last week. I don't think that really got talked about. I saw some people saying that he looked good. He was throwing over guys' heads like 15 feet in front of them, like completely missing guys across the middle. Um, the pick to Harrison Smith, it's like the vintage Jimmy Garoppolo first half interception where he's just staring a guy down and the safety is like, oh, that's guys, he's going to throw it right here, like right across the middle of the field and then just goes and picks it. He had a, almost had another one of those in that game too. So I'm terrified of like a Bobby Wagner pick six or like a Jamal Adams pick six or one of those guys because – when their star players kind of get going, like they can kind of they can get going. Um, and the Niners really, if, if they're going to win this game, they're going to need to run the ball. Maybe not to the extent that they have in some of these other games against against worse run de- defenses, but I think that you're going to need to see them move the ball through the air and play mistake free football, and that's really going to rest on Jimmy's shoulders. So I don't know how confident I am in that, Aiden. How are you feeling in the confidence level of maybe not Garoppolo to to like ball out or anything, but to play mistake free football? Not confident. Um, I I see stuff that Jimmy is like the number one PFF graded passer since he came back from from the injury. Um, a bunch of weird stuff like that where you watch the first half against the Vikings where he like straight up just is not awesome through a pick right to Harrison Smith. Should have had a pick six on that out route to George Kittle. Um, like just not awesome. And that's why you pick a guy like like Lance. Niners have won three in a row. Um, so it's hard to be too critical. He's done enough, but like, this is, this is the classic, like you can't throw two first half picks against this, this Seattle team. And the first time we, we played Seattle this year, defense played lights out. Like they, they had like six or seven, um, three and outs in a row, which is like a season high for any team in the league. And the Niners got like 10 points. So Assuming defense is able to do their their job, um, I feel like the Niners are, are going to go as far as their running game can can take them. Shanahan's goal is is to hit 30 runs in a game. It's not to hit like yards or anything like that. The past three weeks we have done that. Um, Seattle presents a tougher challenge in the front seven. Um, so I mean, this is a game that I feel like is going to be a toss up. Might come down to Jimmy making throws that 
it sounds horrible, but every single time Jimmy steps back to pass, I'm like, no, this is not what I want to see. And he throws it over the middle and his dude gets lit up or he throws it contested and Juwan Jennings makes an awesome catch. That's not on Jimmy. That is on the the receiver making in in an awesome catch. So I'm not super confident. Maybe I'm I'm being a little bit too too critical of of Jimmy. He has won three in a row, but man, I'm so excited for Trey Lance to come in and to for for people to see like what it's supposed to look like. I like that a lot. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we've talked about it, but that's probably my biggest gripe with Garoppolo outside of that he does not really throw the ball outside the numbers and push the ball downfield. Um, though he has in some games, like not the last two weeks, but those three weeks before, was it Bears, Rams? But it's really just Cardinals? schemed for him. Like, yeah, but he's but those not games, I, it. yeah, yeah, those games I felt he was playing much better than other parts of yeah. the year, though. Like the last couple totally weeks, like agree. last last week was like, dude, oh no, like, and I'm afraid now because it feels like that that's the way that their season's going to end. Is like Garoppolo was horrible, and. And that's like, that's something for me. Like when you look at Lance, one of the things I like about Lance a lot is that he doesn't really, he doesn't throw like inter- that many interceptable balls. Now we threw a pick in the first game, but it was an overthrow. It wasn't like a poor decision where he's just like, oh, there's a linebacker right there. I saw, I didn't, I didn't see him. I threw it right into his numbers. Like you don't see Lance do that. And you didn't really see him do that in, in college. Granted, it was against less, lesser competition, but Garoppolo has consistently forced passes across the middle. And that's like, it didn't. No one really talked about the fact that Sanu is out right now because J- Jimmy literally got him killed. Like he got destroyed. When you see like okay, like when we talk about Kittle, like oh, how much does Kittle have in terms of longevity? Three of the four injuries that Kittle has had over the past two three years have been on like errant throws from Garoppolo. There's only was one time, and it was like I think it was the Cardinals game where his, like his his ankle got like clipped and he broke his bone. It's like kind of a weird thing. The other stuff is like twisted knee because he gets thrown like across the middle and almost tears his knee somehow doesn't tear his knee the one earlier this year against the seahawks what is it maybe it was last year maybe it's one last year against the seahawks there was one against the seahawks where it was like you almost just like ended kittle like in the first play like he almost tore his knee right there and i don't know how he didn't tear his knee so something that i'm really excited about is is not having those forced passes but like that's really like for the niners that's the recipe to win right now especially because they got the guys up front even when you don't have Debo, you still got Trent Williams. You still got Kyle Juszczyk, George Kittle. They're leading the way for a guy that's been amazing early on this year, and Elijah Mitchell. Um, so it's it's exciting when when you look at it from like that standpoint. But it's like if you just play mistake free football. And have you seen? Aiden, I don't know if you saw this, but up until last week, the Niners were like one and four when Jimmy threw like had a turnover. And if he didn't throw a pick, he, they were like six and zero, something like that. It was, it was great. Where you're like. Oh, look at that. Like it really changes everything. Like when you when you're out here throwing well. And he threw the pick and, and then they showed that uh that like stat and it was like, oh, oh yeah, that's what happens. But it's usually because it snowballs after that. It's just like, oh, it's a bad Jimmy game. Cannot have a bad Jimmy game if you're gonna win this one. Um for the Niners defensively, what what would be your keys to win this game? Uh do not let Russ cook. I'm not too worried about their run game. Uh they have not been able to run the ball at all. They signed Adrian Peterson this week and he's active. Uh, which doesn't usually bode well for the state of your running back room. They've got guys questionable, major question marks up front. Um, but the, the the strength of their their offense is the quarterback and the two really good receivers. 
Um, I think they're going to throw at DK a lot, given the the pushback that that they got over the past three weeks about him. I think he had like one one target last week, which I'm sure that there will be a a focus to change. Um, so it's really just going to be stopping the the pass as best as as you can, um, and hopefully Russ doesn't go for 304 four touchdowns the way that he seems to against the Niners where he runs back in the backfield and finds an open guy. Um, but I mean, honestly, that fits into what the Niners want to do. Niners want to run the ball. They want to control the clock. And if the Seahawks are forced to throw and they're not too worried about the run game, Niners are going to control time of possession again, uh, which has been huge over this this recent winning streak. Yeah, you can kind of tell, I feel like, not maybe early on, but if you, I, I think I talked about this a couple weeks ago, there's one stat that if you look at, you can tell if the Niners are playing their style of game, and it's rushing attempts, which you brought up, and also time of possession. They've had almost, maybe some games they have, but they've had like really close to 40 minutes of time of possession in each of the last three games. That's huge. Last week for the Seahawks against the football team, they were getting killed in time of possession it was ridiculous i think it was even more i think it was over 40 minutes it might have been it was like holy like holy crap like they have not had the ball and it's those three and outs because that's been the thing like when russ has been inaccurate with this finger injury they'll go out there they can't run the football and then they throw two incompletions it's like oh get the ball back if the niners start the game like that they need to punch in and score touchdowns and if that happens they will win because they will control this game but that's the big thing like is he going to still be inaccurate? Is he is he improving? Because like by the end of the year, Russ is going to be clicking. But the pro, like the problem with the, for the Seahawks is that they're going to probably be out of it. Um, but that's something like you got to co- go out there. You got to get a ton of pressure. If both if if Nick Bosa gets a chance to get a sack, he's got to wrap him up. He's got to bring Russ to the ground. And you have to stop those extra plays where he runs around like like in the backfield for like fifteen seconds and then throws some dot to DK Metcalf and. Norman's totally blown up in coverage or, you know, Kwaski Tart. Kwaski Tart's actually had a couple couple of missed tackles that have been pretty crucial. Um, but for the Niners, you got Jimmy Ward. You you have you are super thin at linebacker. That's the other thing. We were talking about this. You might see Hufanga out there at linebacker maybe a little bit. I would like to see that. Um, I, I don't know if they will, but it's – who is it? It's DFF and Aziz that are, like, the only guys playing because Greenlaw's out, Fred's out. And then also Marcel Harris has a concussion, and he's questionable, I think, at this point. Um, other injuries, though, for the for the Seahawks, you have a lot, but other defensive injuries for the Niners was Mo Hurst is out as well. For the Seahawks, their three running backs, Rashad Penny, Alex Collins, and Travis Homer, are all hurt, um, and they're all questionable. So that's why you might see AP, which, I mean, I like AP, but, like, this year's AP, like that's that's not that great. That's not that's not how you want in the backfield. So, I, I think the Niners, when they have like this issue at linebacker, it's more about like across the middle against Russell Wilson than this run game. I'd say because the Seahawks run game is already so depleted with injuries. Um, but yeah, so I think you got to generate pressure, got to get those three and outs, and the biggest thing is going to be you need to hold on to the football. So hopefully we see them do that. Uh, but. I don't know anything about this matchup that that's really big for you. I mean, I think it's it's a huge one because for the Niners, like this is a big like. All right, let's go like, let's go in the Seahawks this week. Let's do it. Let's go beat them. Let's kind of take them out of the playoff picture and have a four game winning streak. That could I mean that could be massive. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's a huge for the Niners and this this playoff push that that they're on right now. You got the Bengals next week, and then the week after that is like Falcons, and you end the season with like Titans and Texans. I'm not too afraid of of the the Titans. Um, I think all of those are winnable games, but the difference between seven and five and six and six is super duper drastic. Um, so if if the Niners don't want to be sneaking in as that seven seed. Um, I think that this is a big game to win to show, hey, we might be the second best team in, in this division with the Rams trending down. Cardinals, Kyler hasn't played in a while. I don't trust Colt, Colt McCoy to win a playoff game for them, uh, even though he carved up the Niners. Um, so I want to see the Niners go into Seattle, beat them physically, and prove that they're at worst the third best team in this division. And I think the third best team in this division is in the top – eight in in the entire nfc um so i want the niners to prove that they're a legitimate playoff threat um and this is a good game to make a statement against a team that's struggling uh and kind of just take take care of business and do what you're supposed to do yeah absolutely i'd love to see them go out there in the seahawks season um we'll see we'll see if that happens um but one I'm really looking forward to. I'm really bummed it's not on Sunday Night Football. I was I love the the Niners Seahawks games in Pride and Time. They're just it's, it's probably my funnest game to watch. Even though that the Seahawks have relatively beat the crap out of the Niners in the past years, like it's always a game they get amped about. Amped about. Um, both Seahawks and Niners fans. I went to a, the Monday Night Football game where McGough, McLaughlin Chase McLaughlin missed the field goal um, a couple years ago in 2019 and. It was like a Seahawks fan next to me. We were like having a great time talking about the game, and he was he was getting so frustrated with Pete Carroll. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, but it was it was a great game, and it was one where it was like, hey, I, I think we said something like it when overtime started, like, hey, like wh- whoever wins wins. But this has been one of like the best games I've went to, and it was honestly probably one of the most entertaining football games I've seen because it was just back and forth, back and forth, and like all of their. It feels like when they're both good, all of the all of the games have been like that, super high highs and super low lows, even for both teams really. Um, but been really fun so hopefully the Niners kind of I, I don't think this is going to be that level but you know a lot of great memories in those Niners Seahawks games well some great memories a lot of bad memories too but still fun nevertheless so I'm excited for this game um hopefully we actually get a good one I think it'd be really cool if we got a good one and just like a physical game where hey you got to squeak it out Jimmy does have to make a couple big throws um because we've seen that sometimes but we haven't seen it enough and I think the more we see it it'll kind of okay like this team is legit this team is more legit with Jimmy Garoppolo under center and like yes, we've seen him do it, but it was a couple years ago, and I think he played a lot better that year than he has this year. So gonna need him to continue to step up. But he did look good a couple weeks ago, and he looked really good for like three weeks. So hopefully, he gets back and, and kind of hits his stride going into this playoff push. But Niners win; they're a game back on the Rams. You talked about them being in the, the, the third team in the division. Seems like the Rams are in a tough spot. Um, Stafford has not been good against winning teams in his career. I'm not going to blame that all on Matt Stafford, but I think we could see the Niners end up leapfrogging them and get that fifth seed, which could it could be big because you could end up playing a six or a seven in the NFC Championship game. You never know. This this it's wide open this year in in all of the NFL. So going to be exciting, but that's going to do it for today's episode. So we will talk to you guys very soon, um, and we'll do some type of recap thing after the the Niners Seahawks game. So talk to you then.